Setting up for success, LinkedIn account part three. Hello ladies, Alvin here. Now that you have a profile that is decent looking, it gets really, really exciting from here because you can start inviting people to join your network or for some of you, grow your network even more. So where do you find these people? Well, let's look at a list here. So for example, you have old school college or workmates that um, you believe would add value to your network or would be great go-to people for any sort of questions or queries that other people might have in your network, you can contact them. Those groups that I ask you to join in part two, and for those of you who haven't yet listened to part one or two, I would add links um, in the document below. So those groups, remember you can have up to 50 groups and some groups are like big, super big. So you have like 100,000 people in, in one single group. That means you can have, if all of them joined you, which I doubt they will, so you probably see, say probably 100 of those over so a 12-month period, you get them to join your network. Those are people and multiply that by 50 groups or even 10, 10 of the groups, that's a thousand people. So, you know, it all adds up bit by bit, but you're going to have to work at it and make a commitment to do it. We have things like post likes, um, articles. Um, you have um, the ability then to comment on other people's posts and articles. So let's go through those um, step by step. So with all school or college or workmates, that's really easy for you. You look at all of the people you worked for in the past. I know it's sometimes very difficult. I know for me, I cannot remember all of the people that I worked with in, in all of my past companies. I do remember here and there a few people. But if you go through for each company and go and look at the, the current people working there, you can probably remember one person, contact them, and then ask them to remind you of the names of people that you work with in your team, who else was on the team, and they might find it strange, but explain to them, you're trying to remember the first and last name, or the last name, or whatever it is. So groups, like I mentioned to you before, you get, get involved in at least two or three conversations, um, contribute, um, and ask, ask them to connect with you. Um, I guess that the first thing you need to do when it comes to the groups is put something that you need to progressively, or make a habit, for example. So set a goal for yourself and say, okay, I want to achieve a minimum of uh, 100 people from this group to connect into my network and break it down like this. Two to five connection requests per day or every other two days or per week. I mean, you can go as fast or as slow as you would like to go. But for me, when I wanted to grow my network from less than 100 or 100 and something connections, and I said I wanted to achieve 500. My first goal was 500. I said, okay, I want to achieve, you know, make it a smart goal. Make it very specific, 500 connections. Um, make it achievable. So I want to do that in six months. So in six months' time, I want to achieve 500 new connections into my network. Um, make it measurable. So you can measure day by day in order to get to 500 divided, in order to get 500 in six months, divide that period um, over the six month period. So you're probably looking at uh, between 75 and 80 connections a month. 
and then break it down daily. And then every day check and make sure you're doing whatever it is you need to do to achieve those goals. It may sound like hard work, but if you make it a routine, part of your routine, get into work or get in front of your computer every morning, go in and contribute to a particular group, look back on past discussions that you would have or any questions that you've asked and someone has answered to you, add that as a connect, add that person as a connection and keep doing that until you've reached your daily, weekly, monthly and then your six-month goal. Um, and then once I got to 500, don't forget to challenge yourself. So I went from 500 to 1500. So I said, okay, I've done the 500. I now want to get to 1500 in say 12 months. And I broke it down then specifically um, by month and by week, by day. And did what I can to achieve the 1500. Then I went and said, okay, I want to do 10,000. And, and so I just kept on doing until I got to the level I got to. Now, unfortunately, people leave LinkedIn. Other people, unfortunately, um, you know, are no longer alive. So these things do happen. Um, so just a part of life, or maybe not. Um, but just keep adding, you know, connections, you know, and engaging with those particular people. Offer to do something for them. Say, for example, when you want to connect with them, you you know, ask them if there's anything you can do for them. Maybe um, introduce someone, introduce them to someone that they're looking to connect with, etc. Um, if you think you need ten thousand, like I did, trust me, ten thousand is a big amount of people you wouldn't want to handle. How how on earth do you connect, communicate? build a relationship with 10,000 people every year. That's just impossible. I wasn't thinking of it that way many years ago when I joined LinkedIn. I just, you know, everybody was looking for connections. But now in hindsight, I can only advise you, don't go for something so big. Go for something a little bit more manageable. 1,500, 2,000, max 5,000. Um, because you can actually, it's all about engagement. You want to engage with these people every year, you know, day to day. Um, and unfortunately for me, well, I don't think it's unfortunate. It's, it's probably fortunate because I can still, you know, manage it in the way I, I possibly can, where I, I get new connections every single day, new connection requests. Um, and what I do then is um, message them before I, I bring them into my network to make sure it's actually real people because it could be fakes, it could be anything like that. Anyway, before we fade off topic, let's get back on track. So post updates. One of the reasons why people join LinkedIn is to get engagement on their company article, you know, marketing, or other people join because they're looking for a new job. But post updates are really important. What it is is that you share an update, share um, an article um, that you've read that you thought was interesting with your network, um, share a picture, um, anything like that, um, and I would advise you to do share one to two updates every day with your network. And don't share any old things. Share something that your network would find very valuable to them. Um, otherwise, they would not want to be part of your network. So think before you share um, and make sure you're adding value as much as you possibly can um, to your connections. Um, 
do it for about six months so that it actually becomes a habit of something that you do. You go in in the morning, you open LinkedIn, you or you saw something somewhere, experience in the morning, or s- somebody um, was uh, went IP of some company. You know, there was always something interesting happening, interesting to you and interesting to your network. So that's why you're very careful which groups you join so you know what people would be interested in. Articles. Ooh. Oh, before I actually go on to articles, the reason why you do the updates, which is very important in order to grow your network, is when someone who is not part of your first level connections uh, likes your post, you reach out to them and reply to them and say, thank you for liking my post. Would you like to, to join my network? And that's another way of growing your network. Articles. You are probably going to be cringing and thinking, she's not going to ask me to write an article. I am actually asking you to write an article. And I know it sounds difficult, trust me. I've been there. It's. I particularly um, enjoy writing. I just don't have the time. I actually hated writing initially, <laughs> to be honest. It's not something, something I enjoyed initially. But now I do because I, I have so many ideas just bubbling up in my head and I just want to write it down before I forget about it. Because as humans, unfortunately, we forget about things that happened in the past. Um, and if you don't write it down, you just forget about it. So have a book or a journal handy. You probably heard this, heard this many times before from people who... Um, are inspiring that they have a book and a pen on their bedside and in the middle of the night they get an idea they'll get up and they'll write down that idea so do the same have a book and a pen handy everywhere or with the advent of smartphones these days I stick it into my notes uh, on my mobile phone which is another good place to put it so just to give you a list of ideas of of things that you can write about um, I have about 10 or 15 here which I think you would find very useful. You can write about a holiday experience, for example. I travel a lot because I love to travel. And I find it very fascinating when I travel, when I discover um, interesting things or interesting places or interesting cultures, interesting languages, interesting people, interesting habits, interesting customs. Um, so you've gone on a, say, for example, a one week or two week trip, document, you get into the hotel or the bed and breakfast or the self catering accommodation or the Airbnb location document, you know, you can actually do a narration of your experience from the airport or even before you take off from your home uh, city, um, and just document everything. I know recently I was traveling on the Airbus 580, I think it is. Sorry, I can't remember the name right now, but it's one of those that have two levels on on the plane um, that kind of accommodates, I think it's a very large amount of uh, customers. Probably should have researched this to give this before I give this example, but I was blown away because it was such an amazing and comfortable flight. So far, I think I've traveled on three different of those aircraft and they are amazing because there's so much space and you don't feel as cramped as you do in in your 737s or probably shouldn't be talking this kind of technical jargon on this particular podcast. But if you are into planes like me, you probably appreciate 
what I'm talking about here. Um, there's extra space, especially if you get a window seat, there's space for your extra bits and pieces, and you can sit comfortably right through the flight. Um, it sort of almost negates the need for you to fly business or first class because it's just so luxurious, those particular um, flights. I would look it up and put it in my notes and think it's the Airbus 580, but um, don't quote me in it, but look in the notes, the actual podcast notes for the actual correct one. But you can write about all sorts of interesting stuff, whether it be a city holiday or beach holiday, a mountaineering or hiking trip. You know, there's so much stuff you can write about. It could be that the, the, you bought this particular backpack, for example, for the trip, and you find it was fascinating. You can write a view, review of this particular backpack. I, for one, travel on a train from, um, from uh, Thailand to to Malaysia and it was a horrible experience for me. Um, I don't know what else to say about that but I can write about it and I, sh I probably should. I haven't done it yet but again the problem for me is time, not having enough time. But for you ladies on the call, on the podcast should I say, do 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 I encourage you to write about your experiences. Another one, a particular customer service experience that you, that you went through. Some company you bought a product and you had a really amazing experience, write about it. I mean, the article doesn't need to be super long. It could be five, 600 words. Um, you had a great manager in the past who was amazing. You no, know, write about them, you know, compliment them. Um, write about why your company is a great place to work. You can write about volunteering experiences you had um, where you felt fulfilled. Um, you can write about a particular pet peeve. Um, for example, one of the things I wrote about, <laughs> you might find this funny, but I would probably include a link to that article, is about bananas. I know it sounds really, um, you know, foul there, but people related to it. I, in, for one, I do not like bananas too ripe because they're too sweet and they actually make me gag. Um, I like bananas when I bring them home from the supermarket, they need to be you know, not squashed. If a banana is squashed, that's it. That's the end of me. It's going in the bin. You can think I have a waste, but it's just there's something about a banana not being squashed or squeezed in any way that is attractive and I would want to eat it. Otherwise, I feel upset um, and eating it. And my whole, the whole article about why hasn't anyone invented a gadget that will allow you to bring bananas home safely and in perfect form from the supermarket because all of, everything else can can probably except probably bread you can squeeze bread and it gets out of shape but everything else you buy in the supermarket for example is perfect when you come home but things like bananas eggs and uh, bread needs extra special care where if they any little squeezing or, or anything like that actually makes it out of shape and unattractive to eat you can also review a restaurant. You attended a really good restaurant. The service was good. It wasn't slow. The food was good. The starter main course, the dessert, the atmosphere, you know, the chefs, the value for money. You can write about that. You can re review a show. So you attended a show recently, a concert. Um, you know, what the experience was like was buying a ticket online. Um, at the at the booth when you got there, you you entered in the seating. Was it comfortable? The ambience was it good? The sound was it great? The actual performance, you know, the the people who were there, 
you know, write about stuff that you experience. You can review um, an experience in a museum, for example. You know, write about how your experience was. If it's, for example, you went to an art museum, if it was good going, you can recommend it to others. You know, people love that kind of stuff. Um, something that happened to you while, um, while you're going into work. For example, someone lost their ticket and um, you paid for someone else or um, and it's good to pay it forward. You can write about so much stuff. A beautiful piece of art, for example. You went to the art museum and you bought this particular artist and other pieces of art that a particular artist did. You know, talk about it. Um, a dish that you made, some sort of dish that you were trying to, you've been trying it three or four times and it, you know, it turned out bad. Have pictures about the dish. Don't forget to include photos and videos of everything that you talked about. Um, you know, talk about a dish, um, how you, you gain success. You can probably give pointers and, and uh, to people about the easy ways they can go about um, making that dish without having to go through the pains that you went through. Um, a time-saving piece of software. You came upon this particular software that you're currently using, for example, in my case, I use software to edit videos or to edit uh, audio files, um, software for all sorts of things I use it for, and you probably use software for all sorts of things. So, so you were very, say for example, you were very impressed about a particular piece of software, and don't forget to give a review of that particular software. Um, a camera, so for example, you own a camera and it is amazing. It's so easy to use, it takes great shots, and it captures everything on holiday, and when you went on holiday, you know, write about it. Um, a bicycle that you own, for example, you've, before in the past you had this particular bicycle, but you bought this one, and it's amazing, a road bike, or maybe a mountain bike, give a review of it, have pictures, make it engaging, a video, etc. I can go on forever and ever and ever about this, but I will not, <laughs> not to bore you anything like that. But if you're like me and you probably wish you had more time to write, then welcome to the club. But just please, I can, I can advise anymore, just write. Even if you have to write, even at this particular moment in time, um, I have several articles in draft mode in uh, my LinkedIn account that I haven't had the time to um, publish yet. So just as soon as you get the idea, you save it in your notes, start writing about it, and you might have it half done, and then some other day you might get inspired to complete it, or you can complete it straight away. Sometimes it takes me like 10 minutes to write a whole article because it all comes together in my head and I just, I just write it. So the next one would be other people's update or article. So other people would be like you and they would be writing posting updates or sharing articles or sharing, um, you know, something that happened to them today. Don't be afraid to comment on it. Oh, and before I go on, um, a little example about an article I wrote. I wrote about an article about why women wear high heel shoes. Um, and I think, I can't remember how many likes and comments I got on it, but from the people who could like and comment on it, just remember, it's a great way for you to connect um, with them, um, you know, or, or yeah, add them to your network, basically. Make sure you contribute to the community as much as you possibly can. 
um, like other people's updates, comment on other people's articles, encourage others in the community, share videos. Videos are really, really good. People engage with videos. That's another great way of um, you know, benefiting from connections. LinkedIn live video will be coming soon. So be ready. It's very similar to Facebook Live. I'll be covering Facebook in another podcast. Um, but it's very similar to um, Facebook Live where you can actually do a live coverage of something that you're doing currently. Uh, when you get access to LinkedIn Live video, don't shy away from it, but instead embrace it and you can use it for uh, the following in the following ways. Um, you have like for video podcasting, so podcasting but with video. Um, your coverage of a particular event that's happening at work or in your company. Uh, coverage of a particular charitable event, for example, you're doing charity work and you want to do um, to cover it um, right there and then, and you guys will achieving something successful. Um, a client testimonial or a client recommendation, you can do a coverage for that. Some experience that you had and somewhere, you know, share a thought, for example. So you know, something that came to mind and inspired you, something that you saw online, um, you know, do a, a sort of a 90-second thing. Today I read this, that, or that, some particular book, for example, um, and I advise it to you because it did this to me, etc., etc. And give, you can be sure to give five tips, five tips on how, of how you can actually um, keep exercising um, to achieve what you need to achieve, um, whether it be a long-term goal of, you know, dropping a dress size or how you manage to curb your hunger pangs or, you know, something like that. Um, and yeah, so take advantage of those. You know, one thing is listening to what I have to say, but actually implementing it is another. Please, please, I couldn't emphasize this enough. Let's, as ladies, break that um, glass ceiling and really, you know, achieve what we need to achieve by first, obviously, having a really good LinkedIn profile that shows the best of who we are and then reaching out and contributing to a network that is LinkedIn because it's a business network. Yes, we have Facebook. It's not, not similar in any way in shape because of business is, you know, different. What propels you in life is the connections you make, um, the joint ventures that you have, the companies that you work for, so I can emphasize enough how important it is to, to beef up your LinkedIn profile. And that's all, ladies. That's all for today. I, uh, I really enjoyed sharing these ideas with you. It was a lot longer than the other two, but you're with it. And please take action. And bye for now. Enjoy the day and enjoy the rest of the week. Okay.